1: On paternity court
2: the baby has blonde hair and blue eyes
3: beautiful. and you
2: say to yourself something's not right
3: I believe she cheated on me not just once but twice
2: and it hurts that he would deny such a beautiful baby
3: she doesn't look anything like me
2: oh you think the baby looks like your friend in Florida
3: he's got blonde hair and blue eyes too and
1: I'm infertile we have a very interesting situation this person only has one million sperm per one milliliter, which would make fertility a possible issue for him.
2: There's a lot at stake for you. You want to be in a family with Ms.
3: Jones.
1: I can't be with somebody that I can't trust.
2: Please be seated. Hello, Your Honor. Hello.
0: This is a case of Jones versus Davy.
2: Thank you, Jerome. Sure. Good day, everyone. Ms. Jones, you are here to prove to your boyfriend of five years that your six-month-old daughter Olena is his biological child. You say his denial is destroying your relationship and plans of marriage have now been put on hold. Is that correct? Yes, Your Honor. Mr. Davey, you believe... Ms. Jones has been unfaithful during your relationship, and you claim to have suffered from a medical condition which you believe has now rendered you infertile. Therefore, you cannot be Olena's biological father. Is that correct?
3: That is correct, Your Honor.
2: So, Ms. Jones, describe the current state of your relationship and why these results are so.
4: Your Honor, I came here today because Tim and I have been together for five years and he's just, since elena has been born, he's been distant. He hasn't, he doesn't pick her up. I gotta argue with him to pick her up. He just lets her scream on the floor when she's playing or lets her scream in her high chair.
3: Your Honor, that's, that's not true. I play with the baby all the time. The baby, she's very happy when I'm at home. I pick her up, I...
2: Do all the daddy stuff. yes,
3: yes. Even
2: though you don't really believe you are the daddy.
3: Correct, Your Honor.
2: All right, so explain to me. How is this destroying your relationship?
4: We argue all the time. Like, we can't have a decent conversation because all we do is argue. And I believe that stems from him not thinking that Elena is his. And it's just, it's ruining us.
3: We, we're not arguing because of the baby. We're arguing because she has an attitude problem. Um, she's 14 years younger than I am. She knows a lot about nothing. She, she likes to... um. I tell her, you know, hey, could you do this? She does the exact opposite. I mean, I've got life experience. I've been there. I, I know what I'm talking about. But that's why we're constantly arguing. It's, it has nothing...
2: Because you chose to date someone younger...
3: That is correct, Your Honor. ...that
2: doesn't have as much life experience as you do. <laughs> yeah. Really? Hasn't learned the lessons? You're correct. Hasn't Your gone through all the ups and downs? So isn't this just basically a consequence of the decision you made?
3: You're correct. Yeah, you're very right. That's All right. A life lesson.
2: All right. So, take me to your relationship around the time when Olena was conceived. Where were you guys?
4: Were you in a committed relationship? Yeah, we were great when, when Olena was conceived. We were happy and we were, you know, we were doing great. I thought he was a great guy. And then I got pregnant with Olena, and he just completely shut down.
3: Your Honor, that's... Were not... you
4: boyfriend and girlfriend? Yes, we were. All right. So, what happened in your opinion, Mr. Davey?
3: I, I believe she cheated on me. Um, not just once, but twice.
2: So you think she cheated twice? Yes, Your Honor. All right. We were Take me through that.
3: We were living in Florida with my friend. We had moved down there for a business opportunity, and I was working with him, and uh, one day I'm at work, my car won't start. So I call him up because I know he's at home. He had left work before me, and he's not answering his phone. So, well, I call her phone and nobody's answering her phone. And I'm like, well, what's, what's going on here? I, I know they're both home. And then when I get home, they're all like distant and acting funny. You know, they're not acting right. And he's got blue eyes and he's got blonde hair. And that's what I think happened the first time. Uh, the second time I was watching TV and her phone's on the charger and it goes off. And I'm like, well, what's going on? Hey, who's this guy? Why is he texting her phone at 1 o'clock in the morning? So I start texting back, pretending I'm her. And he's like, hey, you need to leave that Tim guy. He's no good. He's worthless. He's not doing anything for you. He's not. And he's got blonde hair and blue eyes, too. I mean.
4: Okay, well, first off, Your Honor, I can't stand his friend or his ex-friend. So the fact that he would even say I slept with him is just off the wall. And I told him, when we go down to Florida, you better not be accusing me of sleeping with your friend (laughs) because that's not gonna happen. Wait, what? What kind of conversation is that? Because he's so insecure. He, He accuses me of sleeping with any guy I come across.
3: That's not true, Your Honor. So,
4: but what about the second guy? Why does that guy say you should leave him? I don't know. He he was probably just drunk texting me. I don't even talk to him. We're not, like, friendly-friendly. So, he was probably just drunk and wanted somebody to talk to.
3: They had a crush on each other in high school. I mean, they... She had said that they should have been together. I mean, it's... it's, Oh!
4: Long lost love?
3: Something like that, Your Honor.
4: The one that got away? No, I got over him a long time ago. Like you said, it was just a crush, a high school crush. And I haven't I haven't even been in high school for a long time. So, so, if you got over him, why is he still texting you? And you're in a relationship? I couldn't tell you. We don't even talk
2: anymore. So, all of these things lead you to believe something's going on?
3: Yes, yes, Your Honor. It
2: doesn't add up to
3: you? No, No, it does not.
2: And now you have this baby. You see your baby. The baby has blonde hair and blue eyes. She's and bl- you say to yourself, something's not right.
3: She doesn't look anything like me. And... I got a low sperm count, I mean, there's no possible way this baby can be mine.
0: Hey, howdy-do y'all, I'm Uncle Drank, star of the Ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: So you're saying, Mr. Davey, you are infertile?
3: Yes. Um, my first marriage, she went to the doctors. She... Nothing's wrong with her. I went to the doctor. The doctor told me that I had a low sperm count. So he gave me some pills, told me to take them, and we had a baby, and he said, when you're done taking them, you'll go back down, maybe even further down than you were before.
2: So, none of these guys that are texting you, you've never had a relationship with any of these guys? Tim's been the only guy
4: I've been with in the last five years. But you don't believe that, Mr. Davy?
3: No. No, Your Honor, I do not. It's, it's hard to believe. I mean... This girl, she doesn't look anything like me. Nothing like me. She looks more like my friend that lived in Florida. I mean,
2: oh, you think the baby looks like your friend in Florida?
3: Yeah, not not like she doesn't look like me. She looks... So ec- do you
2: have a relationship with Elena?
3: We have a relationship, yeah. I mean, she's happy to see me when I come home from work every day. Uh, she's ec- ecstatic. I mean, she'll be screaming and crying for her, and then she sees me walk through the door, and she's like, hey, what's up? You're... You're home. Where have you been? You know, I missed you. Let's hang out.
2: So there is a bond between you and Elena?
3: Yes, Your Honor. There is. I mean, I, I love her. She's... I mean, it's hard not to love a baby. But, I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that she's mine. I mean...
2: But you can't get past the doctor saying to you, you have a low sperm count. And unless you go on this medication, you will likely not be able to produce children.
3: Exactly, Yes.
2: When you met Ms. Jones, you weren't taking any medication?
3: None at all. No.
2: All right. Well, I want to find out more. I'm curious. I'd like to call upon Dr. Frida Fisher. And I'd like to ask her some questions about this low sperm count. Hello, Dr. Frida. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. We have a very interesting situation. Mr. Davies testified that he was told by a doctor that he had a very low sperm count.
1: What does that really mean? All right. So, normally, a man makes 1,000 sperm each time his heart beats. So, we take a sample of the semen, one milliliter. If a man, as on the normal side, has a normal sperm count, he has at least 15 million sperm per one milliliter. Wow.
2: So, now, what other factors can cause low sperm count in men?
1: There are a lot of factors that can cause it. There's some medications that can do it. If he drinks excess alcohol, if he smokes, can lead to a low sperm count. If a man has a certain hormone problem, if he has a low testosterone level, most definitely he can have a low sperm count. Or if he has a job where he's sitting in one space for a long time, because if he's sitting with his legs together that means that the testicles can get overheated. A man's testicles must stay cooler than the rest of his body to maximize sperm production. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, yes. Men who sit with their legs wide apart are instinctively trying to increase their sperm count, whether they know it logically or not. (laughs) Oh, now that
2: (laughs) is something we
1: have never heard. I just learned
2: something today. So, Mr. Davey says he went off his medication. What happened to his sperm count? How much does going off the medication affect
1: the sperm count? That is tricky. So, if indeed Mr. Davey was dependent upon this medication for an elevated sperm count, it actually binds to receptors in the brain to stimulate testosterone production and to stimulate sperm production. For men who need it, once they're on it and the sperm count is elevated, if they stop it after a matter of months, then yes, the sperm count can go back to being a low sperm count. However, if there were other lifestyle factors that were contributing to a low sperm count before that have now changed, then his sperm count could have come back up.
2: So this is interesting. So lifestyle factors, the medication, no medication. Mr. Davey, do you sit with your legs closed?
1: No, you're oh, not. I do not. I, I'm <laughs> spread That increases your sperm count.
2: So when you hear the doctor's testimony... Does that change your mind, change your heart, change your doubt?
3: It could be a possibility. I mean, I just can't get past the blonde hair and the blue eyes.
4: I mean, two brown-eyed parents can have blue-eyed babies. It's very possible to do that.
3: She doesn't look anything like me.
2: Well, she's beautiful.
3: She is. She is.
4: And... What does it feel
2: like as a mother and as a young woman to have a baby and the man you say is the father doesn't believe it?
4: It hurts, Your Honor. I mean, I can't believe he would even accuse me of such a thing and it hurts that he would deny such a beautiful baby of being his. It just hurts. So,
2: Mr. Davey, there's a lot at stake for you. You want to be in a family with Ms. Jones.
3: I do, Your Honor. I do. It's just... It's hard and frustrating for me, too. I mean, I was there. I was in the delivery room. I went to every doctor's appointment that I possibly could have gone to.
2: But you're saying you doubt the baby is yours. That's This was what she's saying is so hurtful to her because you were there and then now you're saying you don't believe the baby is yours and you serious.
3: Yes, yes, Your Honor, I am serious. It's hard to get past the blonde hair and blue eyes. It's hard to get past the fact that it does look like my ex-friend. I mean, I would, I would really like to know.
2: And what if Olen is not your biological child?
3: It's gonna be hard, but if, it's, if she's not mine, I'm going to leave, you know. I can't be with somebody that I can't trust.
2: All right. The only way we're gonna move forward is to get to the results. Jerome, may I have the envelope, please? These results were prepared by DNA Diagnostics, and they read as follows. In the case of Jones versus Davey... When it comes to 6 month old Olena Davy it has been determined by this court Mr. Davy you are the father I'm
3: sorry <laughs> I'm sorry um Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, wow. You're um, welcome. Thank you very much. Um, so sorry. Um, can I give you a hug, maybe? Sorry, babe. I'm sorry. No smooch for me today. She's, she's still mad at me, I guess. Maybe a little. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame her.
2: Well, I think if we just look at the paternity result, sure, she may have a reason to feel resentful that you didn't believe her when she said Elena was your child. But if we look at the relationship as a whole, I think through the testimony, we've been able to identify that there are some very real issues with the way that we're operating and the expectations we have and the boundaries we've been unable to set or unwilling to set that we now know are necessary for a healthy relationship. And look, you've chosen to be in a relationship with someone who's a lot younger than you are. And these are life lessons that she's got to learn. So I want to send you off to Dr. Jeff. I want you to talk openly about what you feel and what your challenges are, right? That's the thing in this courtroom. Sometimes when we get a positive result, y'all just skip on through the tulips on the way out. Like, she's ours and everything feels great until about 10 o'clock.
4: Right?
2: Right? Because it wears off quick. And if you don't do the work to have the tools to talk through your relationship and figure out how to grow your relationship, you're gonna be right back where you started from. And if you have another baby, he gonna question that one. Let's hope not, Your Honor. (laughs) So let's get busy. Doing the work, communicating, and creating a good foundation for our family. I wish you the very best. Court is adjourned.
3: Thank you very much. Thank
2: you. For the full audiovisual experience of Lauren Lake's Paternity Court, check paternitycourt.tv for local listings. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtubecom paternitycourt, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at paternity court TV and at Lauren L Lake.